Deuteronomy 4.29 But if from there you seek the Lord your God, you will find him if you look for him with all your heart and with all your soul. This is Jesus' response to Moses after he says they will go into the promised land and in that promised land they will be faced with choices. And they will be scattered. And only a few of you will survive among the nations. There will be those who will worship man-made gods of wood and stone, which you cannot hear, you cannot see, or eat, or smell. And God, forewarning to us today, is that even in the Deuteronomy 6, in the law, it told us that we're to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. And all the tie-ins in the Old Testament are, are kind of heart and soul and strength tied together. It's not until Jesus comes onto the scene that mind is placed in there. It's heart and then it's soul and mind. In Luke 10, it's heart, soul, strength and mind. And so to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, as well as your strength. What does that mean? What does that look like? You know, a lot of times we can equate to mind, right? It's I'm vertically focused. I'm keeping my mind on Jesus. I'm keeping my mind on God. I'm elevating the spirit and not elevating self. My mind is there. Even the heart. We can bleed for Jesus, right? We, we Our heart surrenders all. Our heart gets in line. Our heart submits, so it gets in line. In hupotasso, the Greek word there, to get in proper alignment with God. Strength we can equate. Uh, James reminds us that faith without works is dead. There's, there's no... There's no show of love. There's no show of faith. There's no show of being a Christ follower. If you say it and you're not doing it, it's dead. But this soul aspect, this residing in us, this soul aspects of human life, being able to place where it is and how it intertwines and throughout scripture 95 96 places in scripture it talks about the soul hebrews 4:12 talks about the soul and spirit are separated so it's different than the spirit paul was talking about um this feeling of god this gut this this gut feeling if you will of knowing god that my soul is a gut and my soul thirsts and hungers for God. This modern science has seen that there are special sensitive neurons in our gut, in our stomach, that is like a second brain. You know, how many times have you heard, I have a gut feeling? And how many times when we are hurt that our gut churns, we're disappointed, our gut is aching, our first love or a love, get, we get set to the side. Our gut wrenches, our guts tied up in knots. 
I don't know exactly where the soul resides, but I do know that we're told to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so many times we can get caught up in the mind. We want to learn more, know more, gain more theology. We got to go to seminary. We got to know more. And we forget that it's love. Jesus reminded the disciples that unless you accept me, unless you accept the kingdom as the faith like a child, you'll miss it. That's getting to the edge of the pool and jumping in when Jesus says jump and not taking into all the things considering depth of water, cold of the air. It's over my head. I don't know how to swim. And Jesus calls and we don't obey because we don't trust. No, we love him with all our heart. It's in line. We love him with all our soul, our gut. We taste and know that he is good. Our mind, we stay vertically focused and our strength as a result of that trust, which leads to obedience. And we get to the edge and he says, it is me, jump, and we do. Okay, here I come, Jesus. So let's walk that out in life, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and all your strength. He did it. Let's do it.